How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now stay with a fan for this special program. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year, and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. Hey, can we just talk about the Bucks game tonight and just cut to the chase? It is a final in Philadelphia. And the results are not good. A little bit of a stunner late as the Brewers fall 4-2 final. And welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing postgame show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Tim Allen, Tim Shea, a Friday night get-together. That's cool. We can meet here every Friday night and talk about the Brewers. Hopefully there will be some better results going on because – stormy weather in this area but uh yeah there were storms so to speak in the late innings of this game in philadelphia game one of a three game set goes to the phillies and you know i got a couple of questions here i got a couple of questions was devin williams not available tonight because then it all makes sense if devin williams was not available tonight everything makes sense in the uh, bullpen mismanagement here tonight uh, that, I, there are three reasons I, I think that the Brewers lost this game. And I'll get to each and every one of those, that's for sure. I want to get your reaction here after a uh, somewhat disheartening Brewers loss. And, and they had the 2-1 to one lead into the eighth inning. And that's rare air when they drop a game like this, guys. It really is. You guys know. You guys follow Brewers baseball as much as anybody and, and it is rare air when you drop a game in which you have the lead in the eighth inning. There's Williams, there's Box back there, and uh, obviously Hader. And for those of you that uh, wanted Josh Hader in prior to the ninth inning, hey, you know, it's just not happening. It's just, it's just not going to happen. And the, he's your, your prototypical closer now. You have the lead in the ninth inning, that's where he goes. Tie game. 
at home, that's where he's going to go into pitch. And that's that. That's, that's, that's just all there is to it. So that will take off the table on a reason why they lost this game. Now, if you want to rewind and ask me how I would have used Josh Hader the last few years, then I could agree with you. I would use him starting a couple of years ago as a, as a multi-inning guy, that, but that's me. And then I would have went after a year-by-year closer, uh, your prototypical closer. Oh, I don't know, like a Corey Knabel that uh, is being paid $10 million by the uh, Philadelphia Phillies. And that, that would have been an okay deal. But nonetheless, they, they fall tonight, and there is literally three reasons. And I'll start with, with the first one, and that is the umpiring today. I don't know if you how closely you guys watch this thing, but he was horrible behind the plate tonight. Horrible. Freddie Peralta uh, and, and the rest of the, these guys were getting jobbed all night long. And w- did it go both ways? It really didn't. It didn't because Suarez was getting a ball off each end. He was getting a ball off the inside, ball off the outside. Nothing you can do with that. But yet the Brewers didn't get those calls. I mean, there was a a horrible call against Yelich. There was a just, again, it changes the complexion of an at-bat. Now, if you want to talk about the Brewers' offense, okay, as a whole, yeah, probably. I mean, they had the table set a couple of times here and just fizzled out. And that's that. They they should have put up a, a few more runs. This is uh, where did I put it? I've I've got some notes here uh, that had the latest power ranking uh, from ESPN, and I think they put it they put it kind of right for me in the power ranking. So I'll just start the show with that tonight. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Week number two in Major League Baseball. One would be the L.A. Dodgers, the New York Mets at two, the Giants at three, Blue Jays at four, White Sox at five, followed by the Astros, Yankees, San Diego Padres, Braves. Uh, Braves were at nine with a six and eight mark heading into play today. And rounding out the top ten, the Tampa Rays, where are the Brewers? Eleven. Uh, jumping the Brewers, the St. Louis Cardinals, 12, the Boston Red Sox. Oh, here we go. Brewers have dropped to, th- by the way, the Boston Red Sox at number 12, a 6-6 six and six record. Brewers an 8-5 and five mark coming into today's play. Now, obviously, 8-6. and six. They've dropped all the way down to 13th, and here's what they say. Uh, they give a little synopsis on each team, but here's what they say about the Brewers, and I think it's appropriate in a game like tonight. Uh, because of the offense, Milwaukee's record is better than the team has looked so far at eight and five, as the offense uh, seems at times like it looked in the past. Okay, just okay in the last couple of years. They state through the first eleven games, the Brewers have hit had hit just six home runs, though a Christian Yelich grand slam on Monday helped matters in a big way. The best news is that the Brewers got better starts from Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff the second time through their rotation after disastrous debuts. Now, here's the kicker. Is the top end, this is according to ESPN, is the top end of the rotation strong enough to carry Milwaukee again? And that's really what it comes down to. 
Uh, we're going to have to take a break here. We'll be right back. It's, uh, we'll take your calls. Reasons why they lost this game tonight, 414-799-1250. We'll be back here on The Fan. Welcome back. Brewers do fall 4-2 final tonight. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street. Right here on the fan as always. Uh, can we talk about the Bucks? That's almost the final. What's the, uh, what's the uh, score right now, Tim? Yeah, we can definitely talk about the Bucks. Uh, 105-73 with two minutes and 28 seconds left. The Bucks Okay, are... so a couple of minutes left. Yep. Grayson Allen leading the Bucks in scoring. Yep. Giannis somewhere around 18, 19 points. So you want to comment on that too. Maybe, maybe we'll focus <laughs> on the positive. But with the Brewers, this is a little different for us. We, we're not used to this, spitting up games in the eighth and ninth innings. It's just, it's just so rare. So in, in some regards, it's a little bit easier to digest here a little bit. But reasons why they lost this game, and I believe there, there are three of them. And one would I started with the uh, with the umpiring. Yeah, I think it was uh, Wolf behind the plate. I think he had a horrible night. I won't get fined for saying that. I I can prove it to him on video, so I wouldn't be lying. You guys watched it. It was awful umpiring tonight, and it skewed way against the Brewers in this baseball game. Now that doesn't that doesn't discount the fact that the Brewers' offense only had five hits in the ball game muster up a couple of runs on sack flies, striking out, um, you know, with, with runners in scoring position. You, know, you get the bases loaded, then you get a strikeout, strikeout, and a ground out. And just that's it. Bases loaded, nobody out. And strikeout, strikeout, ground out. I mean, again, you could point to that too. But I'll start with some of the reasons why they lost. And, and I will say, in any order, it was the umpiring today that had a – huge impact on this game some people are so quick to discount the umpiring in baseball and here's why they just simply say well there's more to it than that there's a lot more to it than that you got to work around that you're going to have bad calls you can't discount a 1-0 count and then the pitcher gets back into it on a bad call and all of a sudden now it's 1-1. Now you got to be on the defensive a little bit at the plate. Especially a 1-1 count in which it goes to 1-2 when you're at the plate, if you're the Brewers' offense in this case. That is huge in baseball. It's so much larger than anybody believes when the count goes against you on a bad call. For a number of reasons, just to count the numbers alone. But it's also just because it it. it it takes you out of your element that I will say that Wolf was horrendous tonight. And I just, I, that I just, as much as I don't want technology onto the field to play, it's games like this in which I might be okay with the robo umps because you're not doing your, you're not doing your job. I mean, I don't know how you're given that sort of strike zone when Philly's on the mound. I don't see how you're given that strike zone. 414-799-1250. Tell me why they lost this game. 
And the other thing is, was Williams not a – did I miss something? I don't think I did. I don't think you did either. I didn't see anything. No. I, it, it, it just might have been that Devin – and, again, this, this is the other thing to think of when we talk bullpen management or mismanagement. Sometimes we don't know the ins and outs behind the scenes where someone's just a little bit sore and was unofficially, officially out of the game. So it may have been the case with Williams where they just, or he didn't, or Council didn't, feel comfortable in throwing tonight because it sure seemed like that to me. The other thing is something to think about. This goes back all the way to the playoff series against the Braves. They seem to be pushing Aaron Ashby like he is the prodigal son of Sandy Koufax. They want him, and sometimes I think they're forcing it, guys. I think he's tremendous talent. Don't get me wrong. I think he's going to be one of a long-standing, really successful left-hander for the Brewers. But right now, it seems to me, this is just me, that they're forcing him in the most high-leverage situations they can find. It's almost as if they're looking to get him in there. Instead... You do have a Jake Cousins. As much as that wild pitch on a slider is going to happen once in a while, you do have a Brent Suter. You do have these guys that are very capable, but it does seem to me that they're forcing the issue on Aaron Ashby a little bit. That's all I'm saying, just a little bit, a little bit too much. You know, you you, you groom a, guy, a young guy. I'll get to your calls in just a second here. Um, you, you, you groom a young guy – Physically, you want him healthy. You groom a young guy to to experience different situations. I get all that. But you also groom him for his confidence and the team's confidence in him. And when he pitches two scoreless in a one-run game, what more do you want out of this kid? When you had it set up, Bucks game is a final now. It is a final in Chicago as the Bucks get the game three victory in the Eastern quarterfinals. There it is. 111-81. Big win. Huge win. I thought this was a slam dunk. You, you, you're in the wagering world. This was a slam dunk cinch win. This was it. And and I'm saddened by myself didn't lay out some money on I was on just about one, to but... ask you, did you back it <laughs> no, up? I'm not a re- no. I don't really gamble sports unless I'm in Vegas, okay. Tim, unless I play future bets or I'm yep. literally literally in the city. I just like to keep it that way. I won't say I won't change in the future. All right, 799-1250. Uh, let's go to Marshall. Marshall, uh, thanks for holding on. Tell me why they lost tonight. Well, thank you for the for letting me lead off tonight. No pun intended, uh, Tim and Evan and all of you. You're you're great, and uh, um, I've had a great day. Just real quick, the Bucks. I agree with you. That was a tremendous win. It was easier than I thought, but I thought they would win tonight. I had some women's tennis earlier today that I was really enjoying. There some great go. players, and now onto the Brewers here and. Um, I think you've, you're spot on on just about everything you said. I don't like to blame umping either, but I will agree with you that Wolf's strike zone was uh, very curious tonight in, the, in yeah. the bits that I saw. And uh, The other thing was, clearly, I keep harping on it, RISP, I don't need to say any more. That's going to have to improve if we're going to beat the better teams, folks. We just got this. 
that first inning just I just about died when we didn't score. I saw that a lot of that and the other thing is Ashby. I just I agree with you. I like him. I like the kid, but I my brother and I tonight were talking about this. Okay, let him face Harper. You know, he's pitching well. Let's see what he does with Harper. But mm-hmm. the minute Harper got on, he should have had Boxberger or Devin Williams, whoever, ready to go. I would have only had him face one hitter and uh, and, and and let it go at that. I mean, there would have been far less pressure on the reliever, whoever that was, uh, with one on instead of bringing him on with one out and the bases loaded on the yeah. road. Uh, yeah. It was just uh, – I just think that there were some mistakes made tonight. We've got to go get these next two. We've got to win this series, and I'm just telling you, we got to we got to get the, when we as we used to say in North Carolina, my when I played a little ball down there as, in high school, we got ducks on the pond. We got to get the ducks home, and yep. until we start doing that, guys, um, use maybe a little verse in the Bible here. Uh, man cannot live by the home run alone. So we we just have to uh, we have to do these things. But I think your analysis is spot on, and I'll let some of our other people talk about it. But hey, Thanks. go Bucks! Yeah, there you go, Bucks with a nice Take win care. tonight. Unfortunately, the Brewers do not uh, get the same result. Uh, may I just perhaps uh, throw this out there that the Brewers are now one and four while facing left-handed starters this year. Okay, I'm going to give it one more. I told you guys the other day, I'm going to give it two more times through against lefties. With this lineup, this this against left-hander lineup is now 1-4. and four. And the one game they did win was in Baltimore against John Means. And he was removed from the game after four innings due to injury. 1-4 and four now against lefties. You want to tell me there's a little pattern developing here? I was about to gotta, say say something about the lineup, but since you will address it in what another game after another lefty, what, one more, one more I'll, against I'll, lefties. I'll let it be then. Yep, I'll you, let it you, be. You got a guy Rowdy Teles who did get inserted in the game. Colton Wong out to uh, due to a, a stomach uh, illness of sorts. Um, he got in there and did get two or three at bats, and that's the dude. Did you see the passion Rowdy Telez shows? Can you tell he's my guy this year, so I'm going to defend him? I want him in there. I want him in there to play like 148 games is how much I want him in there because I think over that course of time, you will get the results you want out of the first base position. I mean, the dude uh, struck out and was not pleased about it and destroyed a batting helmet. That's what I want. That's the dude I want to play as much as possible. A lot of people tell me that sometimes these baseball players, it looks like they don't care. Okay, if you believe in that, then that one's for you. Rowdy's for you then, because it sure looks like he cares. So the reasons why they lost tonight. Now, just to defend Ashby just a little bit, whether or not this is this is going to fly for you guys. They were three consecutive soft singles with two strikes. Now that, you know, as 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 Christian Yelich has has taught us all, well, that's just baseball. That's just baseball. That's baseball. I don't think he should have been in there to press their luck after two innings for the youngster. 
That's my point. He never would have been in that situation because he wouldn't have been in the game for me. You just came on off an off day yesterday. So was someone unavailable? I know Craig Council. I haven't heard him speak, but I'm pretty sure he's going to say, hey, that, that was some soft contact. There was two strikes. He just couldn't, you know, he just couldn't finish the deal there, and that, that's just the way it goes sometimes. That's what I think I'm going to hear. I, I haven't listened to it yet. And we'll get to counsel in, in just a little bit. 414-799-1250. Todd. Todd, you're next on the fan here. Bucks win, Brewers lose. Uh, howdy, Timmy. Uh, boy, I, you know, I've been kind of laying back in the weeds uh, for a while here, uh, beginning of the season. Yeah, they, they really have a tough schedule. But tonight I was really super focused on this game. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just Because, you know, they're coming up against a Me real too. team. A real, for goodness, team, you know. And uh, and I'm like watching the game, and my wife's upstairs, and I'm screaming, and, and it's at Wolf with the pitches. It's like insane. They're outside, and I'm like, what is he doing? It just blew my mind. And he kept you know? he kept giving him the strike, and it was yeah. over and over again. And and then he looks over at Council in the dugout, like like Council and the gang is doing something wrong. No, dude, yeah. you're doing something wrong. I was just. Disgusted. She's upstairs and I'm screaming. She's like, what are you doing? I said, you can't believe this. You know what? I, I mean, I could just kill every expletive in the world. This well, is this really- is, and you, you've heard that you've heard me talk about this before, Todd, in my world, if, if I, if I were in that dugout, my video department gives a nice little expose on one right. Jim Wolf. And it gets yep, sent to the league sent, office. I'm telling you, I'd do it clandestine. Lab, right? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't announce it to anybody. I'd do it clandestine. It'd, it'd be behind the scenes. But it would go to the league office and say, dude, you got to fix this. Right. And it's an easy fix. I mean, my Lord, look at it. It's so obvious. It's disgusting. You know? And, and then, you know, and then, <laughs> and then Colton goes out. And I'll tell you what. I think the big – there's a few glaring uh, things that really <laughs> – I think would have changed the uh, dynamic of the game. If, for one, you know, Urias is hurt, and I know he's, he's uh, going to double-A uh, Biloxi, and hopefully he'll be back quick at third. You know, and Wong went out, and, and, and you know, Keston Hero was a joke out there at second. That was awful. It, it, he was pathetic. And then, then it, you know, why not leave Ashby in for the rest of it? You threw him out there to the Lions, Ben. Let him finish it up. And just like – you know, just like they did with him uh, in his start, his very first start against the Cubs. Remember when he fell apart? It was they put him in the wrong spot at the wrong time. And I'll tell you what, that 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 young man has a lot of fortitude to do what he's done. And I give him tons of credit. And I, I I totally agree. With you. I mean, they have used him in the wrong spots at the they wrong time. They force-fed him into a playoff elimination game when Woody was available. I'm just saying there's example that after forward. examples that they are forcing the issue on Aaron Ashby. They are. Why are they doing that? Because they're, they're, I told you mind. this. I told, I told you earlier in the season. They are one reliever short this year. They are. And Stearns knows it, and I know it, and I'll tell you guys so you know it. I'll promise you, if the Brewers are still in this in July, Stearns will acquire another reliever. He knows it, and it, now everybody knows it. I'll promise you he will get a reliever. Yeah, they, they do know it, and they do know there, there's trouble at, at second and third. I'll tell you what, if Juan goes out, they're done. You know, and, and, and it's like, and I love Teles too. My wife loves Teles. 
like you say, he should be paying, you know, playing 140 and 155 games. I'd love to see him every night at that spot. He is the starting first baseman. Yeah, he uh, should be. All right, Todd. Todd, hey, hey thanks. Hey. I, I'm glad you. I'm glad you're seeing the same things I am, man. I really am, and, and hopefully, I'm not uh, going off uh, half crocked here. So the second reason, the first reason's umpire, and the second reason, clearly, this one's easy. Second reason they lost tonight is their offense. I mean, this this we're going to chalk right up to their offense. You muster up some simple sack flies here, and we're supposed to go crazy because you get a ball in play, a sack fly. Okay, that's nice, but where's the two-run double? Where's the Bryce Harper two-run shot? Where's the – you know what I mean? Where where are these things? Where That first Christian inning, Yelich, That first I inning. Mean, Christian Yelich has one for four or one for three with a walk written all over it again these days. It's one for three with a walk. You could just pencil that in. It's a base hit. Uh, it's a strikeout at least, and then it's a rollover to the right side, and then he'll walk. It's one for three with a walk. They'll get going. I, I do believe they'll be better. It's hard to get any worse with this offense. That's that's for sure. Then the the third reason. It's the late bullpen management. Now, with the caveat that I'm not necessarily blaming Council per se, because if Williams was not available, and I don't know if we'll get that answer, but sometimes we don't have those answers. We don't have all the information they do. Someone's not feeling well. Maybe it's a stomach bug that's going around. Got Colton. Maybe Devin's got it. We we don't know. Maybe he's not available. Maybe this was a scheduled off day. Maybe it's just arm was sore. Who, who knows? So before we jump to conclusions on why it wasn't set up, where it was Boxberger, uh, Williams, and Hayter, which, let's face it, more than nine times out of ten, maybe 19 out of 20 times, that's going to be a win. And has been for this baseball team. It's uh, so those are the three reasons: bullpen, obviously, offense, and umpiring, and all three. I'm not going to uh, put put them in a particular order. Or, uh, point to any. Uh, I'm not going to weight these a certain a certain way. They're just all contributing factors to this. Are you seeing the same thing? Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Uh, let's go to Tony. Tony, you're next here on The Fan. Good evening. Hey, how's it going, Tim? What's happening? Hey, uh, to comment on your offense, I, I, I listen, I'm not I'm not like the deepest Brewers fan as far as knowing stats and players or anything, but my eye test the last the, this season and then also the end of last season, it, do we need to make a change with Lorenzo Cain? I, I really have a hard time watching him when he comes up to the plate, and tonight it, it just kind of proved my worry you know, even more. I, well, I just want to know your thoughts on that. If it's time maybe. to maybe look at what we need to do with Lorenzo Kane. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, he should be sort of that fourth outfielder. It's possible that at some point you got to make the transition in your career to a role yeah. that's going to help the baseball team, right? Yeah, and, I, and don't get me wrong, his defense is awesome. Obviously a gold glover, and he should be two-time gold glover or gold glover if you ask me. But um, he, I just, like I said, every time he goes up the bat, you could tell he's frustrated. You know, he's swinging hard and he's out of breath. And it just, I'm just wondering if maybe he needs to, you know, get out of the rotation for a little bit and come in as a, you know, as a, as a pinch hitter at some point. Yeah. And my answer is maybe. And I think it's something that they have to start thinking about. How about that? I mean, they, they yeah, really no, do. It looks labored. It just looks labored at times for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Thank and, you. And you're right. Uh, all right. Thank, thanks for the call. It's it. You know, it's it's something that we're gonna, you know, obviously track throughout the uh, throughout the season here. Um, you know, and Rowdy Telez is getting around the same playing time as Lorenzo Cain. I mean, I have to check the numbers, but if we look at games played and or innings played. My guess is they're probably about the same. And if you're just tuning in, Bucks win, Brewers lose. Uh, Brewers, uh, again, I, I just kind of zero in on this. You know, again, I, I went crazy on lineups a couple of weeks ago. When I it really dawned on me that there will be a right-handed lineup and a left-handed. Against right-hander, against left-hander lineup. And that's just the way it's going to be. And you can go pound sand if you don't like it. Because you, you think too much about lineups. Lineups, do, they, they, don't, they don't do much. Okay? But all I know is this little concoction you got going here, righty-lefty thing, you're one and four against left-handers this year. One and four. And the one win you got, the left-hander, was removed in the fourth inning. You may have lost that game, too. You may you you were an eyelash from 0-5. Let the guys play. Let these guys play. That's all I'm saying. I'll give it one more time before I really go crazy. And I will dig in more analytically into that left-hander versus left-hander lineup. Because it just doesn't seem to have the right chemistry. It just doesn't to me. Colton Wong's hitting behind Keston here. You think Colton Wong is going to hit less than Keston here right now simply because it's a lefty? I don't buy that. I just, I don't buy that. I, I can't buy it. So more on that in a bit. Um, let's go to John. John, you're next. 799-1250. Tell me why they lost tonight, John. I've called you a few times this year already. It's the same thing for me. The offense is just dreadful. I, I don't know it's what tough. other word to use. And all my buddies at work, it's so early. Your pan- There's no panic. It's been going on for two years. And I'm, I'm to the yeah. point where the Brewers, where I don't really care about the regular season, we got to break down the door, right? We're in the playoffs, in the playoffs, kind of like the Bucks. It's time to, time to do the next step. And with this offense, their pitching's probably good enough to get them to the playoffs, right? But with this mm-hmm. offense, they'll never do anything in the playoffs. Nothing. Well, that, I feel what is it? It's the worst three. It's the worst three, four, five hundred in baseball. There's no doubt about it. The, the worst. The Orioles are better. Don't care what team you put up there. And like you said, the switching and the lefty and righty and Keston here. The whole team's batting under the Mendoza line. Yeah, I almost mean, up and team. down that that uh, almost up and down that lineup. These numbers are pathetic. And I know there people are blaming Kane. Kane and McCutcheon are done. We know that. Kane was there for two years. We knew that the contract wasn't going to be good at the end. We all knew that. We, we knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Knew it that. doesn't surprise me on that. Right. No. And this all goes back to me. I'm beating the same drum. $30 million boy, batting 200. He has been, and I love him. I was hoping that that manager from the Pirates saved us when he didn't put in the lefty and Yelich killed that ball. I'm like, Maybe that'll turn yeah. him around. Maybe that's what he needed yeah. to see a meatball and crush it. And he did. But since then, he's gotten one hit. So <laughs> it's him. It's all him. It'll, everything will change. <laughs> you can get by with Wong and Adamas, but Yelich in the three hole 
and then McCutcheon and either Renfro. You, you can't win with that in the playoffs. Maybe the regular season because our pitching's so good, right? But in the playoffs, no chance. Not Renfro, I will say this, that he deserves the time. I don't think we can lump him in with what's been going on the last couple of years. I I think well, he's been swinging the isn't bat. He the just, kind of, isn't he the kind of player Jen, Jeff Jenkins was for us? Like, he can carry you for a month, right? He just gets on a tear like that, right? Renfro. Yes, and that beefs up his numbers a little bit. He is a little on the streaky side. There's no doubt. But so, And we really haven't seen that yet out of Renfro. So I'm going to give him just a little bit of a pass, John. I think yeah, you would me agree too, but to, I'm it, to just, an extent. I'm kind of just putting him in like Garcia. To me, they're the exact same player. 25 home same runs thing. 60. Yes, yes. So we yeah. didn't get any you're, better You're a horse apiece. Right. Here, here's the, here's another, thing to th- another thing to think about, John. When you remove the two pitchers, uh, what are we at? We're a week away from roster move plenty. okay? They're going to yeah. have to send two pitchers out, and they're going to have to send a position player out. Who is it when uh, Urias is activated? It can't be Tyrone Taylor because Kane is he's just, you know, he's batting a buck ten. You need but protection, right? You need you protection. Need protection. It's it, got to be that, that kid who played third tonight. I thought he made a really bad play on that grounded him that he Ashby tonight I thought that was a if he charges that ball makes a good throw maybe we're not in that mess that we got into field the charge the ball field it and fire a seed to first it's an out what are you doing so that goes back to you with council with the lineup why is he in there he's like four he's like third string we don't have Urias Jace would have made that play probably you know but it's like what is he doing in there I mean we're already and the other thing I was going to tell you you forgot in the three things tonight do we ever win in Philadelphia? I'll remember Brian Braun's comment. Oh, we got to no. find a way to win a game here just once in a while. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. It goes we back to Giovanni well. Gallardo giving up a grand slam in 08's playoffs, man. It right. just goes just all the way well back there. there. Yeah. All right, John. Thanks. Thanks for the call. All right. Um, thanks. Yeah, it's going to be Brasso, Jace Peterson, and Keston Hira. I don't see any other way to go with a position player in one week. Who do you send out? Someone, a buddy texted me and, and, uh, said that uh, here's uh, here's two players that are synonymous with each other, Mike Brasso and Daniel Robertson. I'm like low blow, man. That's that's just a little low, and Brasso's a, a little bit better than that. But do you send Keston down under the ruse that you needed to get him at bats? I think he's sort of improved a little bit. He's. They're trying to make him versatile. He played a little outfield in in uh, Cactus League games. He was scooted over to second base tonight, so it covers you on on second base and then obviously first base. But is that worth enough? I, or do they love the Brasso Jace Peterson versatility, true versatility, much much more? There's I, a lot going to happen in about a week. I, and then which pitchers? I you think you have out? to go Peterson. I don't think so. I, I, I think he's the one that's a lock to stay. On base, I, Jace, you saw what he did last year. It was amazing. You now, again, do you, you see what he's batting? Yeah, last year. Oh, it's, it's horrible. I think he's one hit on the season. 107. Yeah, I think it's one hit on the season. I It's, it's going to be a tough move. Someone. It is. Yeah, it is. All right, we'll get to the uh, call of the game coming up. We'll get to Craig Council on the way if you guys want to jump in here. We're not used to this, folks. We're not used to this. So it is rare. That's why I'm not going so crazy, just a little half crazy. The other half crazy is in my back pocket. 
There might be a full-on crazy coming soon, but... Come Sunday night if we get swept? Could be. (laughs) Could be. But, I mean... I, again, it's it's uh, it's it's really a number of things here. We're not, but most importantly, we're this doesn't happen often. Where you lose a game in the eighth and ninth innings for this baseball team, you have you guys have to admit that. It's just we're not used to it, and so it's that may two things. It, it may it may uh, have you accept it a little bit easier, which is the case I'm in, or it may piss you off even more because it's so rare that it shouldn't have happened. All right, we'll be right back. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th here on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it's the gene wagner plumbing baseball postgame show presented by jim dandies on south 27th street in oak creek let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 a.m the fan Brewers fall tonight 4-2. Now the good news, Bucks win. They beat Chicago in game three, 111-81. And I don't even think it was that close. I mean, this that game tonight, uh, the Bucks game, that was a sweet victory. Now it was the first game without Middleton. He's going to be missing for a while. But 
Grayson Allen leads the Bucks in scoring at 22. Giannis and Portis both with 18. Holiday with 16. Sounds to me like a team effort. And a defensive effort, too. And you may recall that stretch last year. Defense stepped up down the stretch. That That's a great sign. They take a 2-1 to one lead in the series. But the Brewers, they fall 4-2. We'll get to Craig Council here in just a second. Wanted to recap this this thing for you. First inning, deep count by McCutcheon. It pays off uh, with a double to lead off the game. Quick count single by Adamas. First and third. Here we go. Let's play from the lead here right away. Yelich them with a little little baby duffer right in, right in front of the plate. It's about me swinging a four iron. It'll go about eight feet. I can't do my middle irons, I'm telling you. Um, but yeah, yeah, Yelich um, pulls uh, the pitcher fields. It pulls the uh, second baseman or the shortstop as it were off the bag at second. Everybody's safe. Base is loaded. Nobody out to start this bad boy. Hunter Renfro gets the Brewers on the board. We got Hunter. This one hit in the air to right. Harper is there. Tagging is Adamas. Here comes the play at the plate. Safe at home is Willie Adamas. He beat it. There we go. Brewers do play from the lead. One zip in the top of the first inning. Uh, Hunter Renfro, as I, as I was telling uh, John when he called in, that uh, I, I think we need to give him a little bit of a pass here early on. We're gonna see some. We're gonna see some Hunter Renfro. I can promise you that. It's much like Avi Garcia, as we discussed, a little bit more on the streaky side, but he'll put up those types of numbers. I think by the end of the year, without question. But uh, Hunter Renfro, that sack fly gets the Brewers a one zip lead. Strikeout. Um, Kane inning over. Uh, they get to Freddie bottom half. Um, what is the deal with Freddie's first inning? Can I ask? I'm I'm just curious about about the Tim. Do you know what what I, the deal is? I, maybe he needs to. I don't know. Throw a bullpen they're, session they're tr- before. They're or? trying to crack the code with him. <laughs> But they, I mean, Harper uh, with an RBI double. Um, yeah, it's just they, they, I don't know. They got to fix that. Brewers second inning get a two out walk uh, in in that second inning by Caratini, um, and then uh, McCutcheon, by the way, in his first two at bats, he sees some eighteen pitches. That was going going to come in handy. Uh, Freddie strikes out the side in the second inning uh, to the third one zip. Uh, Brewers do tie it uh, in that third inning leadoff walk. And then Christian Yelich hits a soft ground ball into the shift. They throw Yelly out at first, but Adamas wheels all the way around to third. Check this out. Yelich ground ball right side. And they'll get one. And now nobody covering third base. And Willie Adamas is very heads up and taking a free 90. Boy, good situational awareness for Willie Adamas. Yeah, as we just heard, uh, Hunter Renfro tied that game in the third inning. They didn't take the lead in the first. Uh, Hunter Renfro actually struck out along with Keston Hira 
in that first inning, and they came away empty. Sorry about that. Um, base runners in every inning through three. Three in the first, one in the second, and a couple in that third inning. But just the one run, 1-1. One, one. Colton Wong removed from the game in the bottom of the third to a stomach illness. Uh, Keston slides over to second. Telez inserted into the game uh, in the first. Uh, Freddie, he, he was battling. He strikes out Harper and Castellanos uh, in that third inning. So that was, that was good. Freddie settled in. Brewers in order in that fourth inning. Questionable calls continue. That fourth inning was ridiculous for uh, Jim Wolf behind the plate. Freddie, another scoreless frame in that fourth inning. Stays tied ones into the fifth inning. Leadoff walk by McCutcheon in the fifth inning. I mean, it's not for lack of base runners, guys, although they did strike out 11 times. But, man, they were getting some base runners. 25 pitches in three at-bats seen by uh, McCutcheon. Erased on a double play ground ball off the bat of Adamas. Yelly then with a base hit. There you go. Renfro strikeout to end the inning. Uh, he did just miss a uh, two-run home run to deep left. 1-1, bottom of the fifth inning. Freddie uh, gives up a uh, two-out base hit, gets through the fifth. 12 of 13 until that base hit set down by Freddie Peralta. 12 of his last 14 to finish his performance. He really pitched well tonight. He really did. Settled in into the sixth inning. Brewers, one, two, three. Where's your Where's your offense? Keston Hira leading off. Deep count at bat. Struck the ball well. Barreled it. Didn't happen. Telez, same thing for the final out in that inning. Barreled it. So, I mean, you got you to gotta look at that as well with this offense. Aaron Ashby in for uh, Freddie Peralta in the bottom of the sixth inning. Three hits and just the one run allowed. A couple of walks and six strikeouts for Peralta in his performance. And Ashby, uh, no runs. He did allow a couple of hits there. Big strikeout on a 98-mile-per-hour heater within the inning. Uh, to the uh, That was to Schwarber to the seventh 1-1. Brewers cooking in the seventh inning. Brasso, a leadoff walk. Again, another base runner. And another one, Caratini with a base hit. Wild pitch, second and third. During the McCutcheon at bat, they move over to second and third. Nobody out. Um, Decent for the Brewers so far. I think you could say that for sure. Get the ball in play, and you get the Brewers the lead. Swing and a fly ball hit to right. Castellanos backing up. This should be deep enough to score Brasso. Castellanos throw. Goes all the way through. Caratini's going to head to third. And the Brewers have the lead. There we go. Two to one. I mean, you're thinking this might be your eyeball in a, uh, a Brewers victory. Both runners moved over, by the way. Caratini at third with just the one out. Strikeout to Adamas and Yelich ends that threat. Uh, bottom of the seventh inning, Ashby coming back out for the bottom of the seventh inning. One out walk to Segura. That's it. As he strikes out Hoskins to end the inning, two strikeouts in that inning. Now right there, we're headed to the eighth inning, a Brewers 2-1 to one lead. You feel pretty good about that? You can go Boxberger and Hader. You could go Williams and Hader. Take your pick. Ashby, nice job, kid. 
rough terrain there in Philadelphia's Citizens Bank Park. Hold your head high, man. You're one of our guys. Uh, no. Asked me back out there for his third inning of work. Just because he's the sixth man in the rotation, does that mean you're force-feeding innings on this kid? I just don't get this. I, I really don't, guys. They are forcing Ashby. They are. And you're seeing it. You're seeing it, too. Three straight soft singles, all with two strikes on them. So, I, you know, again, there's a little pass, maybe, but he shouldn't have been in there in the first place. So is it really a free pass for Council's bullpen management? Uh, he's going to face Schwarber. Throws, this is a great sequence. Throws him strike one, then gets jobbed on, on a pitch that it's been a strike all night long, but apparently not Ashby to Schwarber. Uh, instead of 0-2, it goes to 1-1. Then a foul goes to 1-2. Then another foul. Then a strikeout on a fastball. Gas, sit down, 97. Okay, you're going to leave him in there, Craig? Let him dig out of this thing. You're going to go all in on, on Aaron Ashby? Then go all in. Nope, Boxberger in. Boxberger, back-to-back base hits. The first one scores two. The second scores another tally to make it 4-2. Ouch. Five hits in that inning, three off Ashby, two off Boxberger, and Stunner, the Brewers fall 4-2 to two tonight. Wow. And again, I, it's is it easier to accept because we're not used to this? I don't know. It may be a little bit. It's rare. It's not going to happen all the time. It might if, if uh, they don't pick up another reliever. They're going to need one. I'm not knocking Jake Cousins or Jandel Gustave or Brent Suter or Hobie Milner or uh, Rania, any of these guys. I'm not knocking these guys. You know what I'm saying. They're one stud late-inning reliever away from having that bullpen in really good shape. They are. And, and that way you can, you can play the back and forth uh, from AAA with some of these other guys. Craig Council's got some things to say about this ball game. Let's hear from the Brewers manager. Those first couple hits in the eighth inning all to come with two strikes. Are those just the, the tough ones to swallow? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, they, you know, it's two strikes. They did a good job of putting the bat on the ball. Um, you know, we didn't, we didn't make a play that made the inning harder. And, um, you know, it wasn't, wasn't a lot that happened that inning. But um, that, them putting the ball in play, they got rewarded for it. With the way that their lineup is kind of situated with Harper and, and Schwarber there, does it just make sense to just leave Ashby in there just to get through those two lefties? Yeah, I mean, that, that was that was that was the thinking. Yes. But from Boxburg, was it just a couple of missed pitches there, or? Well, I mean, he got a ground ball on bomb, and I mean, in the right spot again, they got rewarded uh, for putting the ball in play. You said before the game that you know each of your starters has gotten better each time out. How did Freddie do that today? Yeah, I mean, I thought you know Freddie probably needed the first inning. I don't think he was probably great the first inning, and then as the just as the game went on, I thought he just got better and better, and it was. And it was his fastball that just got better today. Um, I think he 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 just saw the results of what his fastball can do. It was just it was good. It was um, just up, and they were having a hard time kind of being on time for it. Even on some some counts, they knew it was coming. They were late a whole bunch. So he he pitched really good with his fastball tonight. How important is it for 
important is that for him, correct, to establish that pitch again? Yeah, no, it's 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 really big, and it's kind of what we he set out to do today, um, and I think he accomplished that. After that Harper double, I mean, it could have been another first thing that kind of spiraled on him. Uh, how nice to see him. Yeah, no, he made some good pitches. Um, to get, so just to get himself through that and to kind of get himself into the game. Just had the chance the first inning you know, to the first inning. Um, was it just Suarez? Uh, he seemed to do a really good job of pounding his own inside and then going away with his changeup. Yeah, I mean we had, you know, we had three at bats with the man on third and less than two, and we didn't put the ball in play. Um, two in the first and and one in the. Uh, I don't know what her name was. It's sixth or seventh. Um, so that was, you know, that that was, you know, we missed some opportunities there. Um, you know, I thought uh, through some pitches that were questionable um, in in into our guys, but um, you know, he, he got out of it. With the McCutcheon slide, does that matter? He came off the bag, or did they say he deviated from the path, or what did they say? Uh, I mean, that's the that's the rule: is you got to be able, you got to stay on the base when you're breaking up double plays. Is there anything that you can ride on uh, Colton? Just he had uh, a stomach bug. It was just that's it. Yeah, not like a not not even a bug, just stomach issues. Yeah. Going back to that eighth, you mentioned there was a play you should have made. Was that the grounder, the Castellanos? I think it was grounder yeah. third. Yeah. Was that on that play? Was it, the hop was kind of weird. Yeah, it just it just you know it was a little bit of a chopper, and it's a long throw, and it's a it's a tough throw. Um, I, I think there's an out there if we make the throw. Kind of just the, the lefty offense hasn't produced probably like you would have expected. Is it, is it just tough starters on the? How much? Is uh, it well, we had we had some opportunities tonight, and I you know we just didn't we didn't cash in our opportunities. You know, you, you get bases loaded, nobody out in the first, and. I know we we had we got to cash in on that one. You know that that's that's a big inning to that changes the game changing you know inning for them. They put up a zero and um, you know we had we had the right guys up and we couldn't we couldn't cash in unfortunately. Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. Welcome back, Brewers. They fall in game one of this three-game set, 4-2, the final. And uh, I will say this. You just heard from Craig Council. i tell you what. You, you rarely hear Craig Council like that a little bit. I mean, you didn't make mention of Brasso. Got to make a play on that. Uh, that leads me to believe, was, might he be the odd man out? I don't know. Maybe not. Um, I don't want to read too much into that. But that, yeah, he kind of called him out. Got to make a play on that. Uh, secondly, um, he seemed like maybe he had some regrets in this game. You don't normally hear him like that, but it just sort of seemed to me, this is my opinion. I mean, I've been listening to Craig council for how long now since, well, prior to him being manager, chatted with him many, 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 many times. And then I've heard essentially every game. 150-plus times a year, pre and post. And he seemed to me like there may have been some decision questioning uh, internally for him in this one. And rightly so. That's what's great about baseball. I mean, you guys and I, we debate uh, different decisions that, that we'd have made or should have been made or could have been made. You can't tell me he doesn't either. That's just the way baseball is. I mean, that's, uh, this is something, just an observation. Time for the call of the game with 5 o'clock Steakhouse. We, uh, we switch gears a little bit on our call of the game. Do you really want to hear a sack fly by Hunter Renfro? Do you really want to hear a sack fly by Andrew McCutcheon? I mean, that's nice, but how about this? How about we go to ESPN? How about we go to ESPN and a Bucks victory for our call of the game tonight? There's second field goal. Giannis double team. Connaughton. Javon Carter. Carter drives. Picks it back out. Allen, a great look for three. And that's back-to-back threes. For- there you go. Grayson Allen led the Bucks in scoring tonight. 22 points. Okay, Bucks get the victory. So it's not all bad uh, for Milwaukee sports tonight. Bucks beat the Bulls. Brewers fall to the uh, Philadelphia Phillies. The other thing, that first inning, they get the bases loaded. Uh, Strikeout, strikeout, ground out is the way that happened uh, after uh, the bases were loaded with nobody out. You guys, uh, that was a little painful for me only because I have the philosophy. I know it's a nine-inning game, but over the years you may have picked up on, I do believe that it is – uh, elevated, and it's more important to take a lead in a game and especially to take a lead in the f- first game of a series. I think that that is really, really weights heavy against that home team. I, I really do, against any team, regardless of where it's at. But to score first in the first inning of the first game of a series, I like that vibe. I always have. I think it's uh, for what – 
people can talk about momentum in, in the game of baseball. I believe in it. Some people don't. I do. And I think that does, that does uh, mean a lot. And, and when the other team shuts that down, bases loaded, nobody out, and you come, come away with zero, it's just tone setting to me. It, it's, it's, it's been like that for, for me for many, many years. And so, I don't know. It's just, it, you know, I think we're having the same sort of conversations um, about this offense. And, and it just, it will be better, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay with that. They're 8-6 and six after this loss. It's 14 games, two weeks of baseball. It's not two months, as David Stern said. It's, it's two weeks. I think they will perform better. How much better? That's in debate. But they will be better. I think tomorrow, that's a 3 o'clock start, so after the last pitch you make the switch right here. I think what we'll do is after the game, we're going to run down the batting averages through two weeks of play. And I know those numbers move a lot, as you guys know. Just the math is oriented that way. It's weird how that works. You know, you go two for three. Heaven forbid someone goes three for three on this baseball team. But the numbers do jack up quite extensively early on in the season. But that doesn't discount why the numbers are low now. It is two weeks of baseball, and some would say it's it's only two weeks of baseball. All I know is it's two weeks of baseball and the numbers are this. Now, to be fair about it, we should compare it to another team, shouldn't we? I think we should. Don't you think, Tim? Do you, you want, want to pick a com- team? Are you working I, tomorrow? I am. Yeah. You pick the team. Dare, dare, I, dare I say the Cubs? <laughs> you could pick the Cubs I, I, if you want. I mean, pick, pick a decent team. I, I, okay. I was I was comparing actually just a little bit earlier the Brewers and uh, uh, Phillies. So well, let's, let's maybe do we'll that take the tomorrow. Phillies. Yeah, we'll we'll choose the Phillies. Now that that lineup, boy, that looks like it's a good lineup scary. offensively. It's scary. Wow. <clears throat> I mean, Castiano should have been in a Brewers uniform three years ago. Mm-hmm. He is a Milwaukee type player. We would love that dude on this team. He's he's all all go. He's a Milwaukee guy. I've yeah, I've <laughs> always liked him as as a player. I'm not saying he's the best player in the league or anything like that, but he just seems like he's he's a player that would fit very well to the Milwaukee fan base. So, just saying. All right, we'll take a break and uh, if you guys want to jump in here a couple of minutes left, 414-799-1250. Bucks get a win. Brewers fall 4-2. Game one of this three-game set. Brewers now at 8-6. It did snap a, let's see, 3-4. That snapped a four-game winning streak. So in that respect, you're not going to win every one. So the streak had to end at some point. But let's see if they can bounce back. We'll preview uh, tomorrow's matchup. Up next, Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street here on The Fan. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek on The Fan. Time to check Tim Allen's news and notes. Yeah, we know they're infamous, somewhat overrated, and, well, quite frankly, sometimes just plain old dumb. But he continues to read them. Okay, Tim. 
Have at it if you need to. All right, so they fall tonight 4-2. There'll be better days, that's for sure. Um, we will have a little news and note action here in just a second, although you know, some people, they, they don't want to hear that. I, th- I think they're, I think they're, uh, they're, they're fine. My colleagues, on the other hand, they laugh at me. Uh, this one is cool. Uh, Brewers picking up the tab on a uh, Friday, uh, Friday nights, 13 of them throughout the season. I'll get to the details on that in just a second, but let's get in uh, Brian here. Brian, you're on the fan. Why'd they lose this game tonight? How'd they lose this game? Well, I think Craig kind of mentioned it in his postgame, didn't he? I mean, basically, you know, you couldn't get clutch hits when we need them, and we, that's been the story over a year out from the beginning. We just, for whatever reason, we get runners on base, and we can't get a, a key hit. And unfortunately, the Phillies got it in the eighth. When when they had runners on, they got a couple key hits in a row, and we just, for whatever reason, you know, our our guys just have a hard time getting with runners on base with less than two outs. And that that was a that that's that was basically the key for me tonight on that. And it's nothing new, right? I mean, it, it really this this goes back to last year, maybe even the year before. Uh, last year as well. That it's I don't know if there's if there was a, a a magic uh, potion to it or or not they they would have already done that i i can't you you just can't put your finger on it why they can't come up with runners in scoring position hits like like a lot of other teams do we for whatever reason you know i i always have claimed this and i've talked to you last year about this and and i our approach for whatever reason i i almost feel like when there's two when when we go up there to, to swing the bats, it's almost like we have two strikes or we're swinging from our heels, you know. And it's rather than put the bat on the ball and put the ball in play and, and score a run, but we don't do that. And then unfortunately, that that's 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 been something that's been going on for a long time. But I know you asked a question earlier about who do you think is going to be the odd man left out. And I think it's mm-hmm. pretty clear. It's pretty clear. I mean, from the pitching side, it's going to be. Hobie, Hobie Milner and and probably Gustave. As much as I like to see Gustave be on the team, we aren't going to get yeah. rid of Arena, and Arena should be, but he's out of options. So you're not. Is, get but rid they of may have. I I still I haven't uh, confirmed this yet. They may have done a minor league deal contingent on him. Well, that if, if they had is, to send him back, yeah. that that he would be paid uh, a lot more money to be in the minors than most. If he is, that Arena should definitely be the guy down in Gustave's staying. But, I mean, I think for sure, you know, those two pitches. And as far as the, the one position player that's going to be left goal, <laughs> you know, for me, it's probably going to be Brassel that gets left goal because they're going to want to leave the left-handed option for for when Arias gets back because they like Jace. But yeah. I'm, I'm, not a big, I'm not a big lover of Jace as much as maybe the, the management is because I, I think – Rosso should be up there before Jace, but either with that, I mean, you, both of those guys. It's going to come down to one of those two. They're going to keep Keston here, I really believe, because because they're going to try to get in at bats, and, and, and they're going to try to play him at first. They're going to kind of DH him. I know we all want Rowdy to play every day, but I think they're going to they're going to stick with this with this analytical uh, mindset of how to how to win games and. And quite frankly, and a lot of people were upset that, you know, why did the lefties, why did Rowdy not start tonight? Well, that pitcher, I don't know many people know this, but last year, 
that pitcher had a 109 batting average against lefties. Outstanding so was, against lefties. Now, yeah, so, I, make no mistake, and there is there is some validity to certain pitchers. There, there also is something to being dedicated to a player that's having a decent year, and that's that's Rowdy would be that. Omar Narvaez, uh, I, I totally trust those guys against lefties in the long haul, only in the long haul. And you could you could henpeck one particular start against a lefty that is just dominating, like uh, Suarez is for Philadelphia, and I, I get that part of it. Um, the other thing is with, with Keston, I think if Tyrone Taylor is going to ultimately play a little more playing time over Lorenzo Cain, then where is your right-handed power off the bench? That's why I, I, I think I, yeah. I might tend to agree with you on Keston here. Yeah, I think I think what you're going to end up seeing, you're going to see Tyrone Taylor start playing about almost the same. You know, they're almost they're going to split time, and in rightly so, I think Tyrone Taylor should be splitting time with with Keane to some extent. Because it's evidence Lorenzo is really he's struggling, you know, and he and he could tell he's laboring, like you mentioned earlier. So yeah. you're going to see Tyrone Taylor play just an awful lot more, you know. But I don't think they're going to give up on Lowe because Lowe is a, a rally veteran. I think he's going to come around and he's going to he's going to help you. It's a very crucial time. But he's even admitted it. Lorenzo's even admitted it, you know, in his, in his press conferences that you know maybe it's time and maybe you know he deserves to play. He, Tyrone he does, does you know? yeah. Yeah, no, no question about it. I agree with that. All right, all right, Brian. Thanks for the call. Always, always nice having a conversation with you. Uh, little news and note action. If you didn't hear about it, um, Brewers players to pick up the tab at undisclosed locations during Friday night away games. This one's on me. Um, Brewers players picking up the tab at a secret location in one of the five county uh, areas. Milwaukee, Waukesha, uh, Washington, Ozaki, and Racine counties beginning at 5 p.m. each of those Friday uh, away games. Could have your tab paid for. Uh, Yelich was the one that paid for that one uh, tonight. Uh, Lorenzo Kane, Andrew McCutcheon, and more are going to pick up the tab. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion where it's going to be in Racine. And maybe I'll give you are, that. The are next, you going to say, or are you gonna, yeah, maybe maybe gonna I will leave leading it. up to that okay. Friday. Okay. Uh, I don't know when, but mm-hmm. I just when when they on on a particular Friday, I just got a sneaking suspicion where it might be in Racine. That's just total total guesswork uh, for me. My next question but, uh, then: Will you attend? Yeah, I wish, <laughs> for more reasons than you think. You know, I I I wish I could. <laughs> I have questions about this whole thing. Like, are they are they picking up everybody's tab or select few? Or I don't know. People the in Brewers gear. Is it like That's... between five and ten p.m.? Yeah. Is it food only? Is it beverage only? Because then is there some liability mm-hmm. in this? I hate picking it apart. It I is kind of cool, I know. but it's very cool. It's very cool. So, I'll uh, I'll do some research. I actually know the place where it happened tonight. So Jacks. Jacks. Yep. Jack's American Pub there? down in uh, on Brady Street. Okay, that's where it was. Yep, yeah, okay, yeah, that's where it was tonight. So, yep. And Christian Yelich paid the tab. Yep. I wonder Just, uh, they get a tax write off on that. You would think, maybe it's community involvement. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Like that's going to make a big a, a difference. You know, it's probably at best 
what would you think? A grand or yeah, something? Yeah. I mean, maybe if I'm there, me alone may be a grand. <laughs> there, there you go. All right, we'll check the matchups uh, in, in just a little bit. Tim, why don't you grab those yep. matchups for game two as uh, they'll go back at it tomorrow. A uh, 3.05. So this is kind of a, a weird start time. It's been sort of a weird season thus far. The Brewers are not playing good baseball, yet they're 8-6. and six. That is a good sign, folks. It is. We can pick apart all losses. Hell, sometimes when they win, I'm upset for whatever reason. But, I mean, they are 8-6, and six, not playing nearly as good as they're going to. And, again, after the game tomorrow, we're going to read some gaudy numbers to you. And I don't want to run them down now. I'll leave you on a high note. Bucks win. Bucks win. Um, but these numbers are quite disturbing through 14 games on the offensive side. Pitching, you know, I really don't have a major issue with the pitching thus far this season. I really don't. A bumpy start to, to Burns and, and uh, Woody. But outside of that, Freddie Peralta, nice performance tonight. That was sweet to see. It really was. Eric Lauer holding his own. Adrian Hauser, same thing. They gave up. Well, how many runs did they give up in that series against Pittsburgh? And by the way, it was a sweep. I expected a sweep. I assumed a sweep, and they got it done. That's what a very good team does to a team that's not very good. Um, but I think they gave up somewhere around six runs. Five. Five runs. Five runs. Five runs the entire three games. You can't argue with that. That's bullpen and, and starters. That's a whole, the whole shooting match. So that's the thing. All is not horrible through 14 games here, guys. It really isn't. Uh, I would say that the offense is going to be better. They will be. You would hope. <laughs> they will be. They can't you would think. be worse. You would think. You honestly would. I mean, they are toward the bottom in every, almost every statistical category. They're like in the 20s in all of them. That can't, that, 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 that we just can't, we can't ex- expect a high expectations with those types of uh, rankings. We just can't. They're going to have to turn things around. I don't know what you, what the answers are. Council, I don't know what the answers are. Ozzie Timmons, Connor Dawson, the two hitting coaches, I don't have the answers for you. But you got to figure it out because that could cost you an extremely special season. It could. All right, let's check the uh, pitching matchups for the Brewers and Phillies. Game two, 305, first pitch tomorrow. Yes, game two tomorrow. Zach Wheeler, 0-2 with a 9.39 ERA. He last pitched Sunday, gave up uh, seven runs, seven earns, and only three innings pitched. And then that's got that's got six and two thirds yeah. of one run ball written yep. all over. Yep. Adrian Hauser Just is kidding. on the bump tomorrow for the crew. Uh, 0-2 with a 2.89 ERA. He last pitched on Saturday against the Cardinals. Five and two-thirds, one run, one earned. Yeah, and that's the epitome of run support right there. And if you go back to his start before that, uh, he lost two to nothing versus Baltimore. So he might be our pitcher this year that uh, gets the lack of offense. You guys recall last year's wasted days and wasted nights. Do you want me to go through them again? I will if I have to. How many two-zip losses did they have last year? It was pathetic. And this does date back to last year. And I understand some of our callers, some Brewers fans, are saying this is nothing new here. They're used to it. 
What are you getting all bedraggled about, Tim? We've been going through this for a long time now with this offense. I just think there's way more into this offense, and, and I think they're going to figure it out. Part of that is lineup. Part of that is coaching. Part of that is putting these guys in a position to succeed. Part of that is analytics. It's, it's, a, whole, it's, it's a whole cocktail of things that you can just put into the witch's brew. But I do think they're better than this. They clearly are better than this offensively. And then check back with me in three weeks, and maybe I'm giving the same soliloquy here. All right, that's going to do it for us. You guys uh, take it easy. We'll run through some disturbing numbers for you tomorrow as the Brewers take on the Phillies in Game 2 after the last pitch. You make the switch right here at Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. For Tim Shea, my name is Tim Allen. Have a great night, and despite the outcome, try to smile. Milwaukee, the world will smile back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.